0: Hello and welcome. I'm Gary Scheib. Thanks for listening in as we continue to talk with leaders in our community. And we've got some folks with us today that have a unique mentoring organization here in town. Joining me today from Athletes for Kids are the Executive Director Melissa King and Program Manager Marnie Kurtz. Melissa and Marnie, welcome. Thanks for coming today.
1: Thank you so much for having us, Gary. Thank you, Gary.
0: I'm glad to have you here and because this is an organization that I don't think too many people know about, but I think more people should. And that's kind of what I like to do is tell people, hey, there's some great things going on here in the Pacific Northwest. And, and Athletes for Kids, it sounds fun right off the bat there, Athletes for Kids. And it's a – a, well, let's start with some basics before I get too far over my head. Um, it's a program – it's a mentoring program for special needs kids, kids with disabilities, right? Um, and your name, Athletes for Kids, it's a program – I don't know. The mentors are the athletes, right? Yes. Okay. Uh, How about what you're not? It's not a. It's not a sports program. program. No.
1: So we're really not a sports program, and sometimes the the name confuses people. But we really are a youth mentoring program that um, focuses on the needs of children who have disabilities to help them, um, you know, improve their self confidence, their um, self esteem, uh, their attitude towards school. And we do recruit athletes, um, mainly because it's how we started, and um, we've just kept going for the last 16 years with that model.
0: And uh, a nonprofit, local, still, yes, just so very local, Seattle, King County? We are I based mean Western in w-
2: Sammamish, actually. Started there 16 years ago, and uh, right now we have um, 11 high school chapters uh, just on the east side. Whoa. With hope, of course, one day to, to get across the state of Washington, which would be wonderful. But right now we are on just uh, on the east side.
0: Okay. So you have individual schools as partners, school districts, or how do you get so, into a school to get a... So the high schoolers are right. the mentors you recruit? Correct. Okay. Right. Look, maybe the best way... To, give me the history of it, how it got sure. started. Will that sort of give us the basics of it? Sure. Okay.
1: So um 16 years ago there was a, a young boy who had a medical condition and was being teased and bullied and was not um was very depressed and told his parents that he no longer um wanted to live and the parents were just completely you know desperate looking for something to do to help their son and they went up to the local athletic director at Skyline High School and asked if there was maybe an athlete or somebody that would be willing to spend time with his son. Um, At the time, we had a star running back by the name of Simi Reynolds, and he volunteered. And when he would come over to work with the young boy, the kids in the neighborhood all wanted to... um, play and, and be a part of it. They knew who Simi was by going to the local football games. Mm-hmm. And and Simi was brilliant. He just said, if you want to play with us, you're going to be nice to my buddy here. And and kids just started automatically treating this young boy differently. And um, Simi and the family thought that they might have had, you know, we might have something here. So Simi recruited three other athletes. And the first chapter was born at Skyline High School and we were incorporated as a 501c3 in 2002. And as Marnie mentioned, since that time we've expanded. We have eleven high school chapters, and although we do not partner, we're not a school program. We're, a, you know, we're our own nonprofit. We recruit athletes from certain chapters so that we can match them within a geographical um, distance to the children who have disabilities. And by the way, we call them our buddies. So Your you'll buddies. hear us refer to buddies yeah. quite often. But um, so we serve from. Bothell to North Renton and from Mercer Island to Snoqualmie.
0: Wow, that's cool. Um, there's a lot of things you said in there that make me want to learn more. Uh, first off, the student, Simi, um, athlete, he, it was his idea to get a few more of his athletic friends mm-hmm. on the team to mm-hmm. help mm-hmm. out. So this is really a, and it was the parent of the the buddy then, let's say at that time, that had this idea. So that's that's true grassroots community. Absolutely. Let's do something nice for each other type of program. There's no government thing. This isn't a school district thing that a principal said we must do this. Right. That's awesome. That real people have real ideas and want to help each other.
1: Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. Oh, wow. Um, okay, so now let me ask about the, the a little more about yourself. <laughs> um, a private nonprofit. You you're not part of a school's curriculum, so you must have to get in there somehow and say. Hey, maybe you've heard of us, and now after year after year after year, it gets a little bigger. How do you, how do you do so that? So we morning? have some
2: really good relationships that we've established at at high schools. Um, of course, Skyline being the first and the longest of our uh, chapters, um, uh, is very well aware of our program and um, support us by allowing us to come uh, on a monthly basis. We meet with our mentors at each chapter to offer a training topic and connect with them to make sure that they're feeling comfortable with their match, that things are going well, to talk about upcoming events. Uh, and so the high schools are very good. They know about us and um, allow us to, to uh, come in either before or after school once a month to have, um, have our meetings. Uh, and so um, it, uh, we've got nice relationships with the ADs and several of the coaches that help us uh, recruit our athletes. And um, allow us to come to the school.
0: So that's kind of cool. So a coach or an athletic director at a high school knows which kids are Perhaps. actually this kid might be lean toward you. Or he might say, you know, it would round you out because I, I know what <laughs> high school coaches are kind of like. They do really do look for the best interest of an athlete. You just you could take care of a kid and help him and it, it actually Kind of helps the well, athletes, too, in the, in the right. big picture, mm-hmm. right? Doesn't well, it really? and they
1: also offer um, a referral or a recommendation because the athletes must have three letters of uh, recommendation, one from a coach, one from a teacher, and a personal one of their choice. Also, it's so, not just,
0: uh, hey, I want to do this. You no. want to make sure you've been doing this long enough and yep. su- with success that you've sort of – Got some parameters oh, yes, going. Absolutely. Is that right?
2: When we interview, one of the things that Melissa and I always make sure is if the the athlete that's coming in cannot articulate to us their their number one passion is to make a difference in the life of a child, um, then we don't necessarily take that person into the program. Yeah, if they're um, doing it for extra community credit service or whatever. hours oh, or such. Mm-hmm. Um, it's there really has to be that desire to make that impact to make that connection. And 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 the, the young men and women are definitely able to articulate that. They really are.
0: So I looked on your website and I want to make sure I give this uh, before we just gloss over it. It's just like it's spelled out, right? Athletesforkids.org. Mm-hmm. All spelled out, athletesforkids.org. What are the parts of the mission statement on there? Uh, is to enhance the lives of children who have disabilities and special needs, as well as the high school athlete who mentor them. And we kind of touched on that. So the the high schooler is going to grow through this, too. (laughs) So you've been doing this long enough. Give me a little bit of that, if you can, like... their reaction or their responses after they've done this for a while, or maybe their parents or something, hey, well, I or I think the a coach. lot of them,
2: they come in. They, um, the athletes must be um, incoming sophomores or juniors. Um, we don't allow um, seniors to apply simply because we want the match to be at least a year. Oh, great. Once a buddy and a mentor are matched, they are matched until that um, athlete graduates. So that's what's another thing about the program that is very, very unique is this is not a, we start at the beginning of the school year and then we're done. This is a long-standing relationship that with at minimum is a year. Um, many of our mentorships are almost three by the time that um, athlete graduates. And um, Melissa and I can attest we've heard several stories. Oftentimes the, the, the mentor will come in, and I think they have an idea of, I'm going to go in and I'm going to change this child's life. I'm, I'm doing this. And what we end up seeing is, quite frankly, the mentor himself or herself um, absolutely Um, has made a difference in their own life. And we, uh, time and time again, get mentors that will write their college essays about their experience, Ah. um, what they've learned. And um, they are truly, truly, it is a reciprocal relationship, 100%.
1: And the one thing that I have found over the last four years, too, is that You know, athletes, um, they're not only playing a sport for their high school, but they're generally kids that are looking to go to college. They're really worried about their grades. They put a lot of pressure on themselves. And our program has really benefited those who may have a little bit of stress or anxiety because it allows them to put themselves in the shoes of another. It gives them a perspective on a life that maybe they could never have imagined before. And we've had a lot of of our graduating mentors tell us that it was the greatest experience they had in high school as well as it really kept them going when times were really getting tough. And as you know, on the east side, mental health is is a definite um, thing that many nonprofits and schools are looking at. And so for us to be able to offer a program it helps not only children with disabilities um, and their stress and anxiety, but also giving the the athlete an opportunity to get outside of themselves and focus on another is something really profound.
0: Well, you know that's that sounds really interesting because I'll bet maybe a hesitation for this is those kind of kids that strive for the top mm-hmm. feel I am so busy. I have so many things. I'm an AP uh-huh. this and I'm doing right. this sport and that sport. I'm filling out college applications. The stress of being sure, <laughs> that right. kind of a person is already like, especially on their time. But you, they tell you, yeah, you know what? Yeah, this yeah. this alleviates that. And stress. we find, yeah,
2: yeah, I was gonna say, we find that a lot of times um, we'll talk because the mentors meet with their buddy every week well, that's for what about ask, an hour a, what and What a kind half. of
0: commitment do you ask it's of these athletes? It's a weekly
2: commitment, um, six to eight hours a month that they meet with their buddy, and um, we hear time and time again from the mentors who are doing the AP classes and two jobs and different sports, they'll say, it is my one time a week that I can be a kid again, Mm -hmm. that I can literally go uh, and hang out and have no pressure. They're, They're baking cookies. They're building Legos. They're blowing bubbles. They're... Having playing board, games, playing board games, you know, huge. they're they're
1: and they're both learning life lessons through that, and it's yeah. usually sometimes the parents that are a little concerned about their <laughs> about their kids' time. Like I don't know how how my son or daughter is going to fit this into their schedule, but it has proven um, that once they do, it's it's a life changer for them.
0: We are talking this morning with Melissa King and Marnie Kurtz from Athletes for Kids. Athletes for Kids gives. Kids, or let's call them buddies, with disabilities and special needs mentors in in the high school uh, around town, thereby developing leadership skills for those mentors, at the same time engaging the community and these children. Athletesforkids.org. There are plenty of mentoring programs. This one you've given a few ways why this is unique. Um, I guess I kind of want to go down to now that that child, and (laughs) let's start with what you said. All they really have to do is spend time with them. There, mm-hmm. uh, there's not. Is there a curriculum? That says you must teach them this and oh, no. learn that. And w- no, what's the, the main goal is time and friendship.
1: friendship. Right, right. Mm-hmm. And what we do is we try to equip the mentors with um, ideas and things to do. But the main thing is their presence. And we just want them to be consistent to build a trusting and um, strong bond, so that. Once they've gained the trust and they have a, you know, a mutual respect for one another, then the mentoring can really begin. So we don't go in and say, do this, do that. We ask actually the mentors to start off by kind of mirror matching what the kids want to do, really just build that relationship. And then they can start to coach and mentor and encourage them to try new things and get exposed to new new ideas and different different activities.
0: So is it not necessarily geared toward the sport, like if you, uh, a girl is a volleyball mm-hmm. a player at, 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 you know, no. Sammamish no. High School, no. in this fact, kid often, doesn't have to have a, no. I love volleyball.
2: No, thing. in fact, very often um, when, when mentors first come in, one of the things they'll say on their application is they are excited, like, oh, I, I can't wait to teach, maybe I'll teach my buddy how to, how to throw a football. And we always have to remind them that most of the kids in our program don't particularly like sports. And it could be for a variety of reasons. Maybe they've not been selected before. Maybe it's been a really uncomfortable experience when they've tried to do something. What we find, though, is once they start to trust their mentor, they spend time with them, they may actually go out and for the first time ever feel comfortable enough to, you know, boy, my mentor says, let's go out and kick a soccer ball. I'll give it a try. I I trust my mentor. I feel safe. And that's what we really, really um, wanna you know, people to understand and promote and and it's it's not necessarily the fact that the, the mentor is an athlete, but um, that, that they get to spend that time together and do you know, to build different things.
0: Well, that's really cool. Um, let's keep talking about yeah. those kids then. How young and how do you pair these up, et cetera. So these are elementary school kids, so, um, junior high. How, good what? question.
2: Children in the program must be in at least first grade. Although, and then they can go all the way through uh, junior year in, in high school. So it's pretty wide range, uh, and um, they have to have a you know some sort of unique or special need or a disability. Uh, then, and um, it's a very simple process. If they're looking for a mentor, um, they can. We ask parents to go to our website athletesforkids.org and there's a a tab on the top that says request a mentor uh, and there's some paperwork that's generated. Oftentimes we don't have an available mentor but the good thing about the program is we're constantly recruiting Uh, at the end of September in fact um, we'll be doing a training with 50 new mentors coming into the program so we're constantly able to to match and um, get people into the program which is really nice Um, and uh, people usually don't have to wait very long.
0: So, you said you're in 11 high schools. Each high school, I don't know what it is in different school districts, often have four, eight different feeder elementary yes. mm-hmm. schools. Uh, how do you get known in those? Elementary schools that well, oh by the way yeah. if you have a few special needs kids in your right. school right. that right. might be an available mentor sure. for them for through athletes for kids
1: so it's a lot of outreach we do a lot of um, parent and special um, needs parent groups and um, back to school and resource fairs um, we go to a lot of you know different walks like walkout for autism or the Down syndrome walk. But basically, we also send emails and try to drop off flyers and meet in person Mm -hmm. with the different counselors, the teachers, just to let them know of our program. Um, With the turnover, you know, a lot of a lot of teachers switch schools. So we definitely we've met. So, I mean, I would say last year we made contact with so many of the teachers. And it's just now a matter of making sure that we're if there is somebody new that we're educating them. But for the most part all the feeder schools do know about us, especially when like a new chapter opens.
0: Okay, um, and, and then I think I heard the word trust in there a couple times from the buddy has to grow. How about the parents then if they hear about this, or this I don't know if my kid, because you know, a parent of especially kids yes. might be you know pretty clingy and not really wanna, they might already not really trust the sc- public school Absolutely. to have their kid or every program their kid has put in. Is there a hurdle there to overcome and say, you know what, you, your child might benefit from this. How do you get over that hurdle if Good that Good question. That so
2: when, when the parents apply into the program, um, myself or our mentorship coordinator will spend time on the phone with this parent, just learning about their child, explaining the expectations of the program, talking a lot about what the program is about. We also then um, have a mentee parent orientation that we ask the parents to come to um, so that they're aware. And then when it's time to select a mentor for their child, um, we have a lot of back and forth phone calls. We send them um, bios of their athlete that they get an opportunity to to read through there. And then we always have the parent meet the athlete mentor on their own at an outside location where they have an opportunity to to ask them questions. Without
0: their child. Without their child.
2: And that really is a wonderful part of the program because they really can see this, this young man or woman face to face. Ask some questions. Um, the mentor himself has written up a bio where they've articulated and written down why they want to be part of this program, and we're very, very careful and selective when we choose these young men and women, and we share that with the parents. And ninety nine point nine percent of the time, we'll get a parent that says, "Wow, I just, I would, I'd love for that now, mentor now to meet my mm-hmm. child," and and. They go ahead and they meet, and we closely, closely monitor how things are going. In particular, at the beginning, is it a fit? Is is their communication going well? How do the parents feel? Um, and so they, the parents have said in all of the surveys we've ever sent out that they really feel they get enough support on that, which is very important to us because we want it to be a positive experience for for the mentor and the family. And yeah, and, absolutely.
0: Yeah. Uh, what kind of support staff then is that a year round? or like you said, several years actually, as they start and then the parent and the buddy, how do they check in and say this is or isn't going right? Is there someone that checks in with the mentor itself? Are you? How does right. that feel? How often does that engagement happen? And, right. Oh, really? Okay, so, hey, yeah, I've gotten a couple here. in a row here. <laughs> right. right.
2: No, so we work um, very, very closely. Um, that's one of my jobs as the program director to oversee the program part of the program. And so not only do we meet with all of the mentors monthly at their home high school where we give a training topic, we do check-ins. Um, we also, I do individual f- phone calls, emails, constant check-ins with the mentors. Uh, and then um, we do the same with, with the parents. Um, we send out surveys twice a year, uh, quarterly. Those that have been matched for a while, I will check in on. But then when a match is newly newly gone uh, or starting, very consistently checking in. And we really encourage open lines of communication and tell parents, please contact us immediately. Or we tell mentors, contact us. So uh,
1: that really has right. kept that. And in know. addition, um, our mentors every month report the hours that mm-hmm. they spent. And then they give us a little feedback on what they did or what they accomplished or if there was something significant that happened over the month. And so Marnie, um, is able to look, and if somebody's hours are dropping low, that's kind of a red flag. And you know, usually it's because the buddy was sick or the mentor was sick or vacations. But for the most part, you know, our mentors are are responsible for reporting their hours, which is another indication that they're actually meeting and showing up.
0: Is there a? I don't. Know, so when you meet with them at the high school once in a while, is it all together? Are there two, three, four of them per high school at oh, a time? Great More question. than that? I mean, no, and do so, they sort of? I don't know. Give a little peer support, like oh, oh here's what I found. Mentor works meetings greater. are the
2: best, and what we've discovered is the mentors that, that number one they must come to the mentor meetings. and it's an expectation. But those it's that are, it's a group, not a. It's one a group. Oh, so, that. for example, at Skyline High School, which is where we started, our mentor group there is about forty mentors. Oh at wow, just that's Skyline, awesome. our newer chapters, uh, we recently opened up um, Juanita High School. We've got seven mentors there. But um, that's just because it's so new, um, and we're constantly recruiting and interviewing. But our chapters, in particular, on the uh, plateau side where we started, between Skyline High School, East Lake High School, Eastside Catholic, we've we've got in that group alone there almost eighty, ninety mentors. So we've got quite a few, uh, and uh, it's great. That's a great time for the mentors to meet. We have support. We talk in a confidential atmosphere check in hey who needs some support who's got a great story to tell who did something with their buddy that just you know those lights out the best thing and then (laughs) someone go oh my gosh i'm going to try that next weekend so it's a great opportunity to really connect
0: we are talking with uh athletes for kids this morning Uh, melissa king and marnie kurtz are here athletesforkids.org online. You can check out their website, learn more. If there's somebody who uh, wants more information, they get in touch by phone or email, right? Uh, let me give a phone number, folks. Get your pencil, 425-369-2142, right, during business Correct. hours. That's mm-hmm. a good phone number. Or email, AFK, which that sounds obvious, athletesforkids, <laughs> right? <laughs> AFK at athletesforkids.org. Um, let me ask about the future. So are you constantly looking for more mentors and more buddies? You want to, it sounds Absolutely. So successful, well, right? We,
1: so we just um, just recently this weekend, we were up at um, the Kind Fest, and it had 70, uh, 70 different nonprofits and vendors that supported kindness, and we were there. And um, unfortunately, we're not in Snohomish yet. The, the furthest north is, that we can support is Bothell because of some of where our, our uh, Juanita mentors live. But we we get this all the time. We've we were on TV once, and we had calls from Portland and Bainbridge Island, and and even um, San Francisco, California. So our program, um, a lot of people want it in their backyard, but of course it's it's based on funding. And so currently we're looking. You know, we we do get some funding from the city of Sammamish and the city of Redmond right now. But we're always looking for corporate partners, um, not only just for financial, but maybe if they want to do employee engagement or if they want to have um, a team building event. So um, that's where we're looking to, for us to be able to expand is we really need to have more financial backing and, and diversify our funding Um we do have our big auction coming up on August 20th, or I'm sorry, o- October. October. That, was I'm oh, like, wait, yeah, that o- was yesterday. August 20th, that's Yep. Excuse me, gone. me on that, but October, <laughs>
0: October 20th yes, okay. at uh,
1: the Marriott and Bellevue. And that, our our auction is definitely our, our largest fundraiser and uh, supports over, you know, 60% of our program costs. So, yeah. Um, Great if anybody's idea. interested, we will have registration opening very soon on our website, and uh, that
0: yeah. sounds pretty uh, encouraging that people just hear a little hint about what you're doing and want to do, replicate it themselves. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, and, and that's kind of cool. As we started talking about this just came from a few people's ideas and not something you found elsewhere and copied. But right. you've you've honed this over the years uh, with these programming and, and how to refine it and stuff. It sounds like it's really successful. Well,
1: and just to be completely transparent, what we do is we follow a national mentoring program. So although earlier you had asked if we had a curriculum that the mentors had to do with their buddies, no, but we follow evidence-based practices from Mentor, um, which is a national organization. And we, um, a couple years ago, went through a rigorous evaluation process and are considered um, expert partners, which is the highest level that you can attain with Mentor Washington. So The program we follow for matching and closures and check-ins and training, that is all based on um, best practices. We just, we use it. And it's similar to what Big Brothers and Big Sisters do as well. But ours is unique in the sense that we're matching two youth from the same generation as opposed to an adult with a child. And,
0: you know, so we are going to run out of time here pretty soon, so I want to make sure we... we Wrap up with some excellent uh, points that we either want to say twice or we haven't got around to yet, but I, I kind of want to squeeze this one in. What's been some of the long-term feedback, been like some of these maybe – kids that have grown up that were a buddy and maybe they're 20 years old now if this has been going on for 16 years, or from maybe a high schooler who did this one of the first couple of years and now is in their, I don't know, 30s? Does that sound right? So any any of those people come back and tell you? So many
2: of those stories, which is fantastic. Um, Number one, um, we've had several of our mentors that have gone on and actually have um, gone into special education. We hear time and time again of mentors that have graduated that come back and still look up their buddy, still spend time with them. Um, I, I got a picture this past weekend of a mentor that graduated three years ago and is home for for summer and went and sought his buddy out. Um, the other thing that I think is, is a testament to the program is once a child's mentor has graduated, they are they are welcome to reapply. And we have several children in the program that are on their third or fourth mentor. Oh. And to me, that is just an indication of this works. This is, and I hear from mentee parents that, oh my gosh, this male life. There's such a difference in my child's life, and and um, you know, can we can we come back again? And we're, absolutely, you know, it's it's it works.
0: So it doesn't, you know, these are kids with special needs. They're not going to be cured of their ailment, but mm-hmm. it's uh, something about their personality changes. Is that? what you, I mean, their inner.
2: Mm-hmm. personal growth. We, we hear stories of children that um you know before would never walk out of the house that now will come to we offer monthly events for mentors and buddies that'll actually show up and 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 come and do that. We hear stories of buddies that um you know have never had anybody show up at a birthday party. Well guess what? They invite their mentor and then they had somebody else that came. I mean, we just it that's what fills my heart with the program and and I know Melissa as well as um we just hear all of these wonderful stories, and, and for so many of these children, they haven't had a friend before, and, and now they do, and it's really, really heartwarming.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And, and self-confidence? and Self,
1: Well, and, you know, we do track those things, so yeah. we do have to provide data to our funders, so it's something that we look at. And, you know, the, buddy, the parents of the buddy report, um, just in 2017, we had 98.6% of parents say that the mentor had made a positive um, impact in their child's life. As well, uh, uh, 96%, over 96% of buddies showed improvement in social skills and social behavior. So, like Marnie said, it it works.
0: Awesome. Awesome. I can't thank you guys enough for being here and sharing. We have been talking this morning with Melissa King and Marnie Kurtz from Athletes for Kids. And, again, I want to... Give the website shout out athletesforkids.org. Please go there and look it up, donate, uh, email them, phone them, contact them, learn more about this because it's just awesome. Thank you guys so much for coming in today, spending time with me, and a bigger thanks for everything Athletes for Kids is doing to touch those lives of those buddies in so many ways in our community. Thank you so much.
1: Well, thank you, Thank you so much.
0: I am Gary Scheib. Thanks for listening today. We hope you've learned something new. Join us again next week as we continue to talk with people that are making a difference in our community.